Hi, this is Bob Merberg. So I'm on hiatus this week, but just wanted to publish this quick episode. Um, so bear with me. It's going to be unedited, one take only, which, which means it's going to catch all my arms and my weird uh, noises and my fans in the background and uh, all that. But uh, hopefully you get the gist. Enjoy. And I am going to dig right in. I guess I should at least say, though, that if you like content about work and working life, subscribe to HiHo. That's H-E-I-G-H-H-O dot substack dot com. HiHo dot substack dot com. All right, let's get started. Today's episode is Back to the Salt Mine, Labor where you least expect it. The subtitle is This New Year's Follow the Lead of Gratitude Experts Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Well, let's drink to the hard-working people. Let's drink to the salt of the earth. End quote. And here we go. Gazing out over Lake Erie from the Cleveland, Ohio waterfront, you're likely to see commercial and recreational watercraft. You'll see white-capped waves and, in winter, some ice flows. But you may be in the dark about what lies beneath, far beneath, not underwater, not on the lake bed, but 1,800 feet further down, where people are busy at work. Under Lake Erie lies Cargill's Whiskey Island Salt Mine, actively worked, by about 250 miners in round-the-clock shifts, extracting salt used largely for de-icing wintry roads. Salt mines are scattered throughout the world, including Morton's Fairport Harbor Salt Mine, also beneath Lake Erie, 30 miles east of Whiskey Island. Another sprawls under a major U.S. city. But... The gigantic salt mine is located 1,200 feet beneath Detroit's surface, spreads out more than 1,500 acres, and has over 100 miles of underground roads. End quote. That's from the Detroit Salt Company. Under Lake Huron, Canada lays claim to a 13,195-acre expanse considered the world's largest underground salt mine. Now, I've spent a lot of time on the campus of Cornell University, known for its vistas over Cayuga Lake, one of the fingers in New York State's picturesque Finger Lakes region, and I've frequented the farmer's market held on the lake's shoreline. Until recently, however, I didn't know that while I leisurely palpate the market vendor's produce for bruises and others, arrived by kayak and pontoon boat, Workers are industriously drilling, blasting, and loading in North America's deepest salt mine under the lake. Not all salt mines are under bodies of water. Like many residents of Northeast states, I regularly use American rock salt products to manage my steep driveway during winter, and in the past, I frequently drove past the company's processing operation gravitating to it so strongly that in a 
a few years back, I pulled over to take a selfie in front of their sign, oblivious to the labor taking place below. You can see those photos on the High Hill article that goes along with this episode. The company's salt mine is one of many hollowed out under dry land, though groundwater aquifers may still run above the mine's roofs. Salt miners depend on heavy machinery, usually reassembled in the mine after being lowered down in sections, explosives, the mines are so deep you'll almost never hear the frequent blasts, and each other. A mining credo, the most important thing to come out of a mine is the miner. When Hi-Ho returns in January, I'll feature an exclusive Q&A with a salt miner who works 10-hour shifts in a 2,400-foot vertical mine shaft. To envision the depth, imagine two Empire State buildings stacked one atop the other. Now imagine yourself in the middle of that shaft, where you wouldn't be able to see your hand in front of your face if your helmet light went out. The miner, Justin, describes how he got into mining, the mine's sights, sounds, and smells, the job's wages and benefits, working with explosives, teamwork, and the safety culture, the future of work in salt mines, and his encounters with people surprised to learn that miners still exist. You'll find Justin's story to be transformative. Since reviewing his responses to my questions, I sometimes lie awake at night in awe of the hardy souls who at that very moment, at this very moment, toil in the deep. Reflecting on those doing one of society's least visible jobs unearths our own authentic values about work and working life. That's it for today. Uh, again, remember to subscribe at hiho.substack.com and you'll get the next issue with that actual Q&A with the salt miner, Justin. And if you are listening to this episode when it first comes out, I wish you, or really anytime, I wish you a happy holiday and a wonderful new year. <laughs>